Welcome to the first part of Jabji Sahib. In this part, we'll be answering the question or looking at the question, what is my full potential that I can reach? Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be answering this question for us through the Mool Mantar. Let's translate what Mool Mantar means literally. So we've got Mool. Mool translates to root and then the word Mantar can be split up into two words. You've got Man and then Tra. So Man translates to the mind and then Tra can be translated to transport or vehicle. So Mool Mantar is that that vehicle, the vehicle being a sound or the wisdom that the Guru gives to recite that takes us beyond our mind and takes us to our root. So, or we can word it like this, that our mind will dissolve into our true essence. So that's what Mool Mantar literally translates to. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji, answering this question for us, what is my full potential? And they answer that with the very first thing that they say. The very first thing that is written in Guru Granth Sahib Ji, the very first thing that comes in Japji Sahib, and that is Ek. The amazing thing when we look at this, Guru Nanak Dev Ji answers everything in just by saying Ek. When we look at this, Guru Nanak Dev Ji haven't used letters to make up to say Ek. They've not used an Iri or a Kakka and then Iri no Sehari to make Ek. They've used the number one from Gurmukhi. So that way nobody can translate this to anything else but one. Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying, that is your full potential as a human being. Every human being has this ability as a human being to reach what? That potential of Ek One, Oneness. Where all this illusion is broken. This illusion that there is many. This illusion that there is a me and there's a you. This illusion that this is mine and that is yours. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, your potential is to find your root. And when you find your root, you will realize that there is nothing but ek. Then you will say, Sahib Mera Eko Ha. Then you will say, Sahib meaning my master, that one. There is only one, there is nothing but one. Eko Hapai. Guru Nanak Dev Ji says, there is one. Eko Hapai. Eko Ha. There is only one. They told us three times. Just so that it can sink in. Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying that this is your root. They tell us in Gurbani, Mana, tu jot surup hai. That, oh my mind, this is speaking to our mind. When we speak like this, 
when we read gurbani pangtiyan lines like this we can all say this manu sambodhan karke speak into our own mind and we can awaken that mind that mind that often goes to sleep just like guru sahab ji say kende jago ho jago ho sute ho chaleo banjara this is wake up wake up oh that one that has gone to sleep to awaken this mind and then gurbani speaks in this way they say man so we pause there we say oh my mind hey mind man who are you what are you तू ज्योत स्वरूप है यू आर एक्चुअली ज्योत स्वरूप द फॉर्म ऑफ द लाइट अपना मूल मूल मीनिंग अगेन गोइंग बैक टू मूल मंत्र मूल द रूट अपना मूल पहचान रेकग्नाइज पहचान मीन्स रेकग्नाइज योर ट्रू सेल्फ वाट इज योर रूट मूल पहचान मन हर जीते नाल है again saying listen mind man oh my mind har ji da one tere naal hai is always with you but that one for us that will become true when we come to realize that when it becomes our experience man har ji tere naal hai gurmati rang maan through the guru through that guru that has already experienced this gurmati rang rang means love maan experience that love of that one because that's what that one is that one is the embodiment of love jatr tatr disa visa hoye failo anurag as that one expanded which is what we're going to look at as that one expanded into many that one expanded as love failo failo means to spread to expand failo anurag it was that love that expanded because that's what the nature of that one is is love guru saab ji saying that man har ji tere naal hai gurmati rang maan and then the guru says that mool pachhane this is our potential as a human being is to pachhane is to recognize our mool pachhane once we recognize our mool we go deep inside ourselves and we recognize it. it's like a somebody gives you a present and you look at that present and like a child grabbing that present they get all, all excited and then they have that wrapper on the outside so they look at that wrapper and they're thinking is this it so when you don't know about a present and it's wrapped up a kid looks at it and like oh this is my present and then like no 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 take that wrapper off you take that wrapper off mool pachane when you start to recognize oh okay and then you see then it's in another package then it's in a box and then you rip that tear that apart as well and then you go deeper and deeper inside of that and then you find the gem that's sitting inside the actual present itself that's sitting within that wrapper within that box within that packaging and then you find the actual present itself in that same way the guru saying this is what mool mantra is that when you go to your mool you start taking off the wrapper to get to the true present that is sitting inside of us that one mool pachane ta show jane then you actually get to know shoh shoh is referring to that one the one that has expanded into everything maran jeevan ki soji hui then you start to understand the game of life of 
death and birth, birth and death, which is all gonna be revealed to us through this amazing mood mantra. So ek. From this ek, Guru Nanak Dev Ji tells us how this creation came into being. From ek being, if now, so what we're gonna start doing now is, we're gonna look at the ek. So if you now look at the ek, and from the ek, is, that represents now the formulas. So just like the Guru tells us, Guru Arjan Dev Ji tells us, Nirankar, so Nirankar, the ek, if you see that to be the formulas, there's many people, and from different faiths as well, will actually describe this as nothingness, as just absolute nothing. The Guru describes that as one, as ek. So they're saying nirankar. So if you look at that word nirakar, nir means without, akar means form, nirankar, akar, aap, aap means that one is the formless and is the form as well. Some people think it's just the form. No, there's something behind the form as well. Nirankar akar aap. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji then says, how did this all come from that one, from being where there wasn't any creation, then came what? Then came came the sound, came the sound that then created time, space, all of this creation, the form, the multi-universes, everything that came into being, that exists today, now, all came from that sound and that sound still exists today. So it's important that we're able to try and chant that sound correctly so we can get a little glimpse into that vibration that is resounding constantly throughout this creation. So some people end up saying Oang and they have a little G sound at the end. So there's no G sound. Some people might say Oang like a little N sound but there's no N sound as well. It's pure nasal and it's a vibration. When How do you know you're doing it correctly? Saying it correctly, you'll actually experience and feel a vibration at the top of your nose. So in this way, Guru Nanak Dev is saying from the formless ek, then came oang. Here, this sound oang actually represents the creation itself. And then Guru Nanak Dev went on further though. So they said, here's the creation and they've shown us in three different lines. So they're saying, but then Guru Nanak Dev Ji continues, which is then the, which is then that, it's not an ura, because an ura is closed, but this is a line that is open. You know, so which is open, and that open line represents the kar. And the kar is open because kar represents that one has no limit. That one has no beginning and that one has no end. That one is continuous. That one 
is constant, coming from the word lagatar. Lagatar means constant. And that one is constant in which way? The Guru is saying that kar meaning that that one is embedded, which we'll learn further from the Mool Mantra anyway when we look at karta purk. Because purk means the same thing as what we what this ek onkar represents. And that's why it's so difficult to know where to stop because the truth is that everything is contained within ek onkar. When we look so deep into it, when we start contemplating it, that you start connecting to that one just through the ek onkar, you don't know where to stop because actually the rest of Mool Mantar is contained in Ek Onkar. And then when we look at the entire Gurbani of Guru Granth Sahib Ji, and all of that is then contained in Ek Onkar. So in the same way as from Ek came all the creation, from Ek Onkar came all of Gurbani as well. Sangha Ji. So Lagatar meaning that one is still and constant. No movement, no effect but in the same breath is, is embedded in that creation that is this constant motion and movement of three qualities. Guru Arjan Dev Ji tell us about these three qualities. So the three lines represent the three qualities. Guru Arjan Dev Ji say to us, they say that pin, pin, tragun, bistharang. So this is that pin, pin, tragun, bistharang. So it's saying pin means different, these different qualities, the three different qualities. Pin, pin, tragun, three, tragun, quality, gun means qualities. Bistharang means this expansion of this creation is done within these three qualities. Or let's word that in a way that, that this creation has these three qualities, is made out of these three qualities. And what those three qualities Let's listen to Bhagat Kabir Ji tell us about these three qualities. Bhagat Kabir Ji will tell us Rajgun, Tamgun, Satgun, Eh Teri Sab Maya. Saying all this is your Maya, meaning that form that you have created, Maya, because it's impermanent, it's not permanent. So there was a time when it didn't exist, and there'll be a time when it doesn't exist. That's why it's called Maya. So they're saying, but it's made out of Tragun. So we've got Rajgun, Tamgun, Satgun. Let's have a look at what these three gun actually represent. These three qualities represent the Shakti of that one, the power of that one, which is the creative Shakti, the, the creative power, and then the sustaining power, and then the destructive power. So all of this life, and this creation is in constant play of these three qualities of something coming into being, being created, being then sustained and then being destroyed. So that's what the three lines represent. So we can split them up in whichever way. So let's let's do it in this way that so the top line, the guard represents Chautapada, the fourth state, which is called also Turiya Avastha, 
which is beyond the influence of these three, but whilst remaining amongst these three. We can even look at that as our mission in life. The Guru, Guru Ram Das Ji tell us that Mere thakur ke jan, when somebody becomes a jan, so there's the birth that we've had and the physical birth, but then there's the birth of becoming a jan, and we can see that that's actually the true mission in this life for us is to become a jan means to have that second birth because the word jan comes from janam, the second birth of becoming this servant, being this, using this vessel that we've been given to serve. So to become a jan, and what does it mean to become a jan, a servant? Guru says, Mere ke jan is to remain liberated and alipta, so unentangled in the constant play of this creativeness and then this being destroyed and get and sustaining, not to get caught up and entangled in this play of these three shaktiya, three powers. So just like that duck and the feathers of that duck, they don't get wet. So in that same way, that's what Gar means. That's what Jotapada, this is what the fourth state actually represents, is to remain unaffected whilst being in this play. So just to, for us, for it to be simplified for us, what the Guru did also is, taken the examples from some of the old texts that already existed within the Sanatan Mat, the Sanatan Dharma, just so that we can visualize all of this. Let's split these lines up and let's then name them. Okay, so let's say then we know the very top one that's open, that means constant. So that is our Kaar, that is the, the fourth state. And then let's take then the three lines so the top of the three lines, let's that take that then to be Satogun. Satogun then can be linked with the, the deity of Vishnu. And why are we using these names Vishnu and why are we going to connect them now to these deities? Because the Guru ha hasn't shied away from using their names as well and their examples that have been taken from the older texts from the Sanatanamat. And what that can help is that can just help us to create these characters behind these qualities so that it can become that little bit more easier for us to understand if we put it in like a story format. So we've got Satogun, which is then the, the higher quality, which is then linked with Vishnu, which is then the sustaining uh, Shakti, the sustaining power. And then in the middle, then we've got is Rajogun. Rajogun then can be linked with Brahma, then which is the crater. And then the energy behind that is, is of action. So Brahma then of creating, so action because is in constant play of doing, of creating. And then at the bottom, then we've got the destructive power of the one, because it's the one that is behind all of this play. That can be then linked with Shiva, and that can be then translated as inertia or as rest, which is then linked as when something comes to an end, 
or then death. So these, this is what Oong actually represents. Everything is a play of these three qualities. So Sangaji, there we have it. We have Guru Nanak Dev Ji telling us that full potential that we can reach is to reach that fourth state, what the Guru refers to as Sahaj. Sahaj, a, a state of complete equipoise, is being in that stillness, recognizing the one and seeing and experiencing and reaching the state of oneness and coming to realize that amongst this play of many, like the Guru says, Nanak ek anek ek hai ek bakhananu, Nanak ek anek, from that one came many, being amongst the colors of many, of seeing different rub, rang, ar, rek, pek, seeing these different forms and beauties, rang, colors, rub, rang, ar, rek, seeing the different outlines, rek, pek, the different clothes and how people dress themselves amongst this play of how to reach that place of equipoise and oneness. So what are those things that are stopping us from realizing that oneness? What are those things that are causing us then to suffer? The truth is we suffer because there's resistance to that oneness. We oppose that oneness. Guru Gobind Singh Ji tell us those very things that we get caught up in that maya that we spoke about, that bistharang, that expanse, and of this many rangi, rangi, panti, kar, kar, jinsi, maya, jin upai, the different colors of the maya. In which way do we get caught up in the different colors of this illusion that stop us from experiencing that one? As Guru Gobind Singh Ji say, one of those things are rup, and then rang, and ar, rek, pek. What are these? Rup is the form and the beauty of different things. We start to discriminate against each other because of the way somebody looks, the beauty of different things, not looking at everything to have the root of that one in it and being an actual manifestation of that one. We get caught on the outside and we start to then look down at other things and put other things up there, coming away from that sum, from looking at everything in oneness, in the same, instead of being in ek and nadar, in one vision upon all, which is the nature of that one, how that one treats us, we get caught, we don't look at things in that ek and nadar. We actually look at everything with a different vision. So, rub, rang, rang is colour, we get caught up in colour. We discriminate about that person's, the colour of somebody's skin. Somebody's darker, somebody's lighter. So we treat people differently just because of the colour that they have. Rupa Rang Ararek. We get caught up in Rek, the outline of this creation of different people. And then Pek, the way somebody dresses. These are all the things that are taking us away from that oneness that that causes us then suffering, that don't allow us then to reach our full 
potential. So let's go on this journey together. Let's allow Ek Oankar to awaken us so we can experience oneness. Let's now explore and contemplate deeper in the next video on what is Sat Naam. How can Sat Naam be relatable to us in our everyday life? Sangaji, join us on this journey and let's find our route together. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.